Happy Created Ink. Da da da. Welcome to uh, Happy Created Ink. To another exciting episode of the world-renowned podcast with the the very beautiful hostage. And um, well, welcome back. Um, hey, yeah. Uh, I want. I'm playing Skyrim right now. I'm still playing with. If you've um listened to my Skyrim episodes of of ye olden days, look, <laughs> like a few months ago. I'm I'm still playing with Hilda von Scalman, my um pacifist restoration person. I'm still playing on survival mode too. Restoration's up to sixty nine. Still slowly working my way up. God, I love it. And um, but that's not what this episode's about. I'm walking back to town because I'm I can't fast travel. It's taking forever. I'm walking back to White Run, and I wanted to talk about what I this morning. I finished Bioshock. And oh my god, Bioshock is so fucking good. I forgot how good it was, and I needed to talk about it a little bit. So, you know, I played Bioshock as a kid. It was the first um, Xbox 360 game that I got when I got my Xbox. Oh, what a good game to, like, start that generation off with, you know? Oh, a giant mammoth skull. Damn. And... <laughs> There's gonna be some intertwined Skyrim stuff and and Bioshock stuff. So I, but you know, I haven't played it since I was a kid. And then on my birthday this year, uh, this June, last June, I got the Bioshock collection. Right, it's one, two, and infinite. I was really excited because I've never, I haven't played the first one since I was a kid. I've and I was mostly excited though for two because I've never heard anything about it, and never seen anything about it and I think that it's regarded as like bad or, or something I don't really know I just I'm so I don't know anything about so I was excited to get to that to play that one and then infinite I watched a let's play of a long long time ago so I know the story and stuff but I've never played it myself so that's gonna be fun but I was like I need to get through the first one first you know before I play the second one and good god like that first um like week or so when I got the got the collection I played the fuck out of the first one I for I guess I didn't realize as a kid or I or as an adult I mean you know because I love system shock I love immersive sims if you've been a listener of the podcast you know that I love them well I never since I haven't played Bioshock since I was a kid I kind of forgot that this is just an immersive sim it's like, this was like our generation's immersive sim. Oh, there's a rabbit. Bro, I got this, like, call of the voice, voice of the sky, like, passive. It's supposed to last for 24 hours on here, on Skyrim. From going up the, um, 3,000 steps, 8,000, 7,000 steps. 7,000, right? And you get, you click on all the plaques on the way up. It's supposed to be for 24 hours, and I thought in-game time, but apparently it's, like, real-life time, I think. Because it's been going on for, like, since I... <laughs> the last week I've been playing. What was I talking about? Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, immersive sims. I didn't realize it was just... It's just an immersive sim. And god damn it, is it not immersive? Like, 
I would sit there and play it when I first got it. Like, three, four hours at a time. And I never really play that with... Usually with games, I play for like an hour. Maybe two tops. And then I... Not bored, but I just want to do something else, you know? This game just... Bioshock just sucked me in. And then I did a random thing of... I do this sometimes with games where it's super, super obsessed with it. I'm playing it, and then one day I wake up, and I'm just like, nah. And then I just never play it anymore. And I did that with Bioshock up until uh, two days ago, where I was like, I want to play that more. You know, I haven't played it. And I started it, or and I started back, and it, it clicked again. And I played it the last two days, and I finally finished it this morning. And God, it's just so, like, I think what I like about Immersive Sims so much is that, like, well, for one, it's immersive. But two, it's like, you know, like Dark Souls. Dark Souls is notorious for throwing you pretty much headfirst into the deep end, you know? And I love that. I love it. And then you got other games where it's like, you maybe dip a toe in, or you don't dip anything at all, and it's just 15 minutes of cutscenes at the beginning before you get to do anything. And those kind of suck. Those usually kind of bore me. But Bioshock and System Shock 2. Not 2, System Shock also. In Immersive Sims, I, I is like, they, they very quickly give you just like a really interesting premise. Of, you know, wake up on a space station, shit hit the fan, AI's taking over, gonna destroy the world. Or Bioshock, your plane crashes, you find a lighthouse, you find an under underwater, hidden underwater city. They give you a really interesting premise and then kind of just gently put you in there, you know? Like, I would say like waste first. <laughs> and and it's, so it's like somewhere in the middle. And it's so good because it like, it grabs you. And then it's not afraid to, like, let your hand go a little bit and be like, well, here's um, a little section of a few rooms that are you can go in and explore. Go do it. And I, oh, it just it pulls me in. And the thing about Bioshock is uh, I was thinking that it, my opinion on it before I finished it was like, I think it was dragging on a little too long. It just seemed like it overstayed its welcome a bit. And then when I started playing it now, I realized that's not the case. I was just having so much fun that I was doing every little... I was searching every, like, room that I could. Like, every nook and cranny. And had I have just, like, been a little little more um, focused, I would have finished it, like, months ago. And so I don't, I don't actually think that's a problem now. <laughs> like, the game's beautiful... The combat is really satisfying. All the weapons and stuff. Just the aesthetic. The art style is gorgeous. And looking out, I never got tired of just finding a room with like a bunch of windows where you can look out of the ocean and see the sprawling city. And the neon lights and shit. And oh my god. And the big daddies. Great enemy. Um, It did, like in the classic like immersive sim thing of like, there's another like trademark hole. Trademark, I, I thought of a word, then I not thought of it, where they, they give you, like, a big area, 
a lot of exploration type stuff. But like they just they give you all these tools and for your discretion to use at your discretion and there's nothing like like half of the like the plasmids I didn't even use. I never even got to use them because I didn't have enough like I I got like every little sister I think in the game besides like two at the end because I was like hey, I don't really care anymore. But like so many different like options and different ways to tackle things and you know you go into a room there's like a turret and you're like oh I can destroy it or maybe I can hack it but maybe I'm not good at hacking so I can use an auto hack but maybe I don't have that so I'll destroy it or I'll shoot it with the plasmids just freeze it or maybe I'll shock it like you can and then my favorite thing in, in games like ever is like I had this moment earlier because keep in mind I haven't played it in a few months where I got to a door, and it wouldn't open. It was like an electronic door. It won't open. And the little panel on the side like, sparking. And I was like, what if I just shoot it with the, the electric plasmid, you know? So I shoot it, and the fucking door opens. I'm like, oh my god, it works! Those are my favorite moments in gaming. And this, Bioshock had a lot of them. Like, it just did so many things right, and it was so cozy and nice, and the story was good. And, like, it's got one of, like, the most famous plot twists in any game ever. Like, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't played Bioshock, where you're a baby, you were a baby that grew up and you're like two years old in Rapture, the city, and they sent you off to the world for, I'm not really sure why, but they did that, and then now you're like, come back, and then, oh, it's just like, like, I already knew that, obviously, because I, I played it before, but it's still like, still such a good twist. And the would you kindly, like, little, like, manipulative, like, mind control thing that they had over you. And then you, you're replaying it, and then you, you hear it, you realize they say it every, like, a lot. And, and when you're, when you first play, you don't re even realize, really, you know. Oh, there's a camp. I am a pacifist, but not anymore, bitch. I'm gonna kill you all. Oh, God, you, you got a lot of fire coming at me. Uh, oh, it's just, it was great. It was, like, my, like, I only had, like, a couple, like, any complaints I had were, like, minor. Like, um, and the game just overall was just so good, like, any complaints didn't really matter. Like, my, my one complaint was I wasn't a big fan of their portrayal of questioning your morality, because it's, like, they're like, oh, you want to get stronger? Well, you have to kill this kid. Are you going to kill this kid? And you're like, of course not. It's like really black and white. It's not like I think what what made it what would have been a more impactful is like maybe not introduce the little sisters right away. Like instead, maybe maybe have your maybe have the first like few encounters with the big daddy, right? Where it's like, maybe you find it, like, one or two dead. And they're like, oh, use this syringe thing to extract its atom, and you can get stronger. And so you do it. And then you do that, you find a couple to do that on, and then you find one alive, and you fight it, and you do it. And then it's revealed, like, oh, um, all these uh, big daddies you've been killing and extracting the atom out of actually has, like, a... A child inside of it, and that's what you've been extracting the atom out of. That would have been, that would have been a good, like, 
heart-wrenching reveal and then made you question your morality, you know, more. I, th I don't know. I think that would have been better. I still... I still like the... The... I still like the mechanic, though. I, I think it was implemented fine. I think it was a good storytelling device, too. That was just, like... That was just my, like, one major complaint. My only other complaint was the... At the end, it seemed to be... Like... Okay, so... Well, I'll get to the Andrew Ryan part at the end, because that's what I mainly wanted to talk about. Oh, a trap? You drop boulders on me, bitch. That's not gonna do anything to me. I am a god. I... <laughs> uh... Yeah, the... What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. At the end... Like, after the big reveal... Or after you, like, kill Andrew Ryan, right? Because, spoilers, you, you kill him. I'll talk about that more in depth, because that's, like I said, the main thing I want to talk about. And then it's revealed, like, the main enemy or whatever is is Frank Fontaine. Is a good, he's a good um, antagonist. I like him. I like Andrew Ryan a little better, I think. But it's still, it's fine. Between you killing Ryan and you killing Frank was a little, like, it it, like, it wasn't, like I said, I, I had the feeling like it was dragging on, but I kind of went back on that. Um, but the main thing is that, like, at the end, when he, you're chasing him, and he runs into this fucking door, and then they're like, well, you can't get in, only big daddies can get in this door. And so you have to become a big daddy. That sounds interesting. And it was like, again, it, it's the game's fun. So it's like, I didn't, I wasn't complaining that I got to play the game more. Um, <laughs> but you know, you get all the parts for it and stuff and that, that part's okay. You know, that part's fine. But it's the, after that, where it's like, you have to ex escort this little girl, this little sister. And she fucking just walks and I'm 10 feet ahead of her, waiting for her while she's walking. And the whole time she's like, hurry up, Mr. Bubbles. You gotta hurry up. Bitch, I'm ahead of you. You hurry up. The fuck you mean? And then at that point, had I have gotten the uh, the chance to harvest a little sister, I might have. Honestly. I was so, I was really annoyed. Because, especially because she kept having to stop and like test on these test subjects that were just randomly placed out for her to test on there's three of them and i was like what the fuck is why are you why are these even here blacksmith's dagger what oh blacksmith's drow a potion i was like why are these even why are these even out here this is weird that part i didn't like only real part i didn't like and the final boss frank kind of kind of trash he wasn't bad he i only played on normal um, ooh, some good shields. Shield of flame suppression, shield of blocking, take both of those. Eric, I need you. Please take these, I can't hold them, I'm, I'm too fat. I think he would have been, like, like, he wasn't, like, a bad, I think he had, like, some interesting, like, stuff. Oh, I can't take the shield of blocking, it's too heavy. Oh, I want to. I want to break it down though. Is there anything I can drop to to keep? Because I'm. I'm trying to. 
I want to level up my enchanting and stuff. It weighs 12. I'll drop this Dwarven male. And then I can walk. There's some money I'm leaving on the ground here, but it's fine. Ugh. Like, um... You have to take his Adam out, and the little sister gives you the thing to do it. And, um... I do like that the little sister's, like, afraid of you, and then they come to love you because you're, like, nice to them. That, you know, that whole thing, I love it. I love all that. But his, like, different elemental attacks, and then the way, the, the next wave just has some sensory bots, and I kind of just fucked him up. Like, the, the fight didn't last a minute. Like, it was weird, too, because as a kid, I remember struggling. I don't know, maybe they made the, made, like, the, version in the collection easier or something but i like fucked him up i thought the game was pretty difficult as a kid i remember it being a little difficult but this i did not really struggle at all i don't think i i think i died like once maybe like i was just always stocked with ammunition and just money and everything i could ever need i would i really want to go back and play it on a harder difficulty i feel like that'd be really fun same thing with System Shock. I thought playing that on a harder difficulty, really survival-y, would be fun. But but yeah, the f if, he wasn't the best boss. Like I um yeah I don't know. It just it wasn't that great. Um, it wasn't bad really, but it just it just felt kind of weird. I don't know. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about in this podcast was. I need, I, I'm going to look some, some like, theories, maybe, because I'm just really curious, but, like, Andrew Ryan, he's a fucking enigma, he is, he's such an interesting character, and I find it so weird that the first bit of the game is spent with you, um, you and him, like, this, like, cat-mouse type thing, if you want to, if, if you call it that, he's like the bad guy, you're a good guy, you're trying to escape, but he's kind of in the way, so you kind of have to take him out and shit. Oh god, it's a dragon? Oh, the bandits, bandits are attacking this white run outpost. I'll help, I'll help you, don't worry. Eric, you're just standing there, you're not even doing anything. Oh, I attacked the, the guard. Okay, he's, he's fine, he didn't, he's not mad. But you you go through the game, first half, whatever, two-thirds. He's like the main bad guy. And he he has such like a like narcissistic high opinion of himself, you know? And he always he, he doesn't stop talking about the fact that he made Rapture, he's a his own man, a self-made man. This city's his, and everyone in it, and he's powerful, and, you know, he's just, you, you know what I mean? And I find it so fucking weird, and I can't wrap my head around his motivation of you getting into his lab. His lab? He's a fucking scientist? You get into his office, and you're ready for, like, the the what you think is the final confrontation. And he just, like... And that's when it reveals, like, your mind control. And he basically fucking takes over your mind. And you can't do anything. 
But then he orders you to kill him. He orders you to kill him. And you bludgeon him with the fucking golf club. And I'm just like... Why... As Andrew Ryan as a character, why would he do that? Like... Because he obviously... Wants to... He's, um... He seems like a sore loser. Right? He always needs to win. And be the center of attention and be in power. You know, his fucking city he built is basically gone. It's in ruins. No one, no sane person's alive. Oh, besides, um, Tellenbaum? Is that her name? I like her. And, you know, everything's falling apart. And instead of him being the, you know, the richest, powerfulest guy, he could just leave. But he doesn't, because it's his city. He owns his city. And I think he also wanted to, like, be on top of Frank. That's another reason he stayed, I think. Because, you know, he has this, like, desire to, like, win, you know? And so I just can't really wrap my head around why he would not only kill the main character, your character, or make you, mind control you to make you kill Frank. Or, like, I don't know, it just, I don't know why he decided, like, because if he wanted to kill himself, he could have done that a long time ago. But, no, you get to him, and he's just playing golf in his office, like, still making announcements on the fucking overcom, over, over, what? Over, what's the thing called? The intercom. Intercom, that's what it is. You know, he still, like, thinks he's in control, he's still... Like, is plotting his next move, his fucking chess game. Like, he... And then you show up, and instead of him, like, taking advantage of you, like, he probably would've. I made it to Whiterun, by the way. He makes you kill him. And it's like, on one hand, I'm like, okay, maybe this is his way, ultimate way of gaining, of showing he's in control of every situation, because he wants to die, so he makes you kill him. But I feel like that goes against his character, you know? Like, he would not go down without a fight of some of some kind, I don't know. So I just could not wrap my head around that. And that was, that was like the most interesting bit to me in the game. Because then, when the more you learn about, like, him and Frank's, like, back and forth of Ryan being in control, and Frank's, like, the under, underbelly, like, criminal, seedy people trying, and, like, forcibly gaining control of, of little parts here and there until he's, like, as strong, as, um, powerful. It's, it's really interesting. And the whole, like, the little audio logs of, like, that's another thing with Immersive Sims. They build they, the world building is so good. I had the same thought with uh, System Shock. God damn it, I want to play System Shock too. I really need to get over my weird. Because I'm sure the wax on this fucking laptop is is like cleaned off by now. I'm sure it's like not a big deal, but it's something in my head is like you shouldn't touch it because you'll get wax on your hands and get it in your eat it and die or something. I need to get over that because I need to play System Shock 2. But the whole... That was... So if you're listening to this, let me know 
on Discord or Twitter at Deej Volume Two, D E E J V O L Two. Why am I? Why am I even still plugging my fucking Twitter? Because Twitter's gonna die any day now. It really is. Elon Musk talking about charging everyone to use it, bitch. I'm not. I'm not. I'm dipping. I'll. <laughs> I'm not using. It. I'm not paying for Twitter. But you know, I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what people think about that. Because that's, like I said, that was the most interesting bit to me. And just, Andrew Ryan as a character was just really fascinating. He's just so, such a fucking asshole. And just narcissistic, narcissistic, just, like, I, mean, I want to know his motivations. I want to know all of them. I want to know his thoughts, you know? He was just such, like, a, he's interesting. But yeah, Frank too. He was he seemed more like um God, not even two dimensional. He was definitely like fleshed out fine. He just wasn't as like the thought provoking craziness that Andrew Ryan was. Like Frank Fontaine is just a criminal guy who wanted power and manipulated people to gain it and had a fucking he had like an orphanage. I was really upset with myself. Cause at the I said I was like exploring every nook and cranny while I played. Up until yesterday when I started playing it again. Where I was still like exploring stuff. But I got to Frank Fontaine's orphanage. And I decided I'm not going to explore it. I, the, I got, I'm supposed to go over here or whatever. So I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go do that. And I never came back to it. I wish I would have now. There might have been some good lore shit in there. But um, I don't know. It's just it's so good. And you know one thing too. I don't know. Like, if, what, guy, don't talk to me, I'm de-chanting stuff. Circuit of Archery, yes. I don't know if, um, any of this stuff was added later on. Like, if it's just, or if I'm just stupid, don't remember as a kid, but I definitely do not remember, um, the crossbow, the chemical thrower. Which I neglected the chem thrower the whole game up until the end, and I realized it was kind of kind of fucking lit. I don't remember the U vent stations where you like craft. Do not remember that. I definitely don't remember the fucking weird quest arrow that stays on your screen. I turned that shit off at the very beginning of the game because why would you play an immersive sim that te that shows you exactly where to go? The whole point is like exploring. And you kind of, you kind of, you know where you're supposed to go, but you kind of kind of figure out how to get there, and what you want to do between point A and point B is up to you. I don't know. I don't know why that's there. Not to mention the fucking two K idiots is just like stupid. I think like I'm playing a fucking Bioshock collection on my Switch, bitch. I don't care if I'm connected to the two K servers. What do you mean? It's single, I single player. I don't need to be connected. Oh, watch out. You're not connected. I don't fucking care. <laughs> don't connect me in the first place then. Like, I don't want to be connected. And then maybe people like complained like before. Or I, I doubt it. But like when you look at stuff, this little prompt pops up and it's like, click it. Click uh, the select button and it shows you like what this is, and like, 
all these like little hints and shit pop keep popping up. And it's like that's fine. I couldn't even turn off a lot of those. Just a little stupid. It's just stupid. It's just. I mean, if people need them, that's fine. But I wish I could turn like that shit off. Um. But man, like, I don't remember any of that stuff. I don't know if that was that had to have been in their original release. I can't imagine them adding that that amount of stuff to like the base game, you know. But that brings me to the last bit is it had some DLCs. I don't think that's um I don't think there was any DLCs with the original release, right? This has got to be new. Like all new shit because they seem really fun too. I wasn't I didn't plan on playing them at first cuz I was too I was focused on like finishing the main game and then I was going to delete it like immediately so I could download the sequel and play it cuz that was what I was mostly excited for and infinite. But eh. but the first <laughs> sorry my my short strings got all stuck on my legs. I just had so much fun playing it that I was like I want to play more. So I'm going to absolutely play some play these DLCs cuz one they they seem really fucking interesting. Like one of them was um you you don't have any weapons or um offensive plasmids but you have to figure out a way to save this little sister. And that seems like like a fun puzzly type thing. There's another one where it's like a little sister stuck at the top of a Ferris wheel. You have to find a way to get her to get down. Or whatever. That seems fun too. Like another like puzzly thing. These are the DLCs and like. Like extra modes and shit that I love in games. Like um. I've been. <laughs> well before I get to that. The. Then the last one was like. I forgot what it was called. But it was like um. I don't remember what the thing was called. But I tried I tried that one out this morning after I finished the game. And it was um like there's like eight different challenges and and you have to you start with no weapons, nothing. They give you like a wrench and a pistol, and they give you the first challenge is you kill this guy, you go out, and the next one is like kill a big daddy. Or you you finish that and they give you money, and there's like this big room where you can buy um, then you get all your weapons. You can buy, like, um, ammo and plasmids and stuff. And then the next challenge, like, kill a big daddy. I killed him. I bought a bunch of shotgun ammo. Come out. And then it's, like, all of them open. And you get to do whichever ones you want in what order. And if you die, you have to start all over. You have to do them all in one go. And I fucking love shit like that. It's amazing. Like, I think that's what a lot of modern games lack. It's, like, they, they pack fucking game for like hundreds and hundreds of hours of content when really they really just need um they really just need a good like like 10 15 20 hours and then add a bunch of extra like replayability modes and shit like i've been thinking a lot about resident evil and i was wanting to replay resident evil 4 i cleared out some space on my switch i redownloaded it I wanted to do a knife-only run. It was on sale for PS4. I don't know if it still is. For 8 bucks. I was contemplating on getting it. I even tweeted, like, um, would anyone want to give me $8 to get Resident Evil 4 on PS4? I'll do a knife-only run. And then my friend, our friend, 
our <laughs> my friend, and if you're listening to our friend on the Discord, Lockathor, he he replied was like, "What platform?" And then I was like, "Oh, I don't actually, I don't want him to buy it. I don't, I didn't want." It's, I was hope I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe like maybe just like a random YouTube viewer or something. I didn't want to like I wasn't like asking my friends for like to buy me a game. And I felt too weird and just deleted the tweet and then never brought it up again. <laughs> and so, Lockathor, if you're listening to this, I don't know. Maybe you were just curious. It was PS4. It's what the platform was. But don't buy it for me. No one buy me anything. It's fine. I, I made some art commission money recently. Made $6 so far. So maybe I can get it myself if it's still on sale. But I was thinking about that. And I, I was going to play Resident Evil 2. I re-downloaded it on my on my phone i can't really play it though without my controller and i didn't want to i wanted to use a touch screen if i could just because it's easier than hooking up my controller and setting it up and everything but i can't really play because it's like i can't hit r1 and x i have to like hold my phone like claw and it's weird but i um remember resident evil is like perfect example of what i'm talking about that modern games lack is like they have the game it's not very long if, if they want to make it long it's fine but i just miss where you finish a game once and you unlock like extra hard difficulty you finish that maybe you unlock like fucking hunk and tofu in resident evil 2 where it's like you're a, you're just a giant tofu with a knife beat the game like what do you mean Resident Evil 4 has the mercenaries mode, the Ada stuff, um, professional mode. They didn't have as as good of modes as that as like fucking hunk and tofu, but like that's cool. Resident Evil 7 had a bunch of well nowadays it's like DLC you have to buy extra, which is stupid. But I wanted to do like what am I doing? I'm let me sell this shit. I kinda wanna keep this frost resistant shield, fifty percent. Cause I have a shoes frost resistance 30 percent and have a necklace that's like 20 percent so i can i'm basically immune to frost damage which is nice take this armor take this thing take all these things um i just i i, I planned on i was i was contemplating on the the dlcs for bioshock at least the first two. I wanted to, to maybe do like a uh, a few episodes on it on my podcast. I thought that'd be interesting. And I can't record like video on my Switch. But I I still don't know if I want... Like I want to. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself so much. Basically what I'm saying is lately... Mental health-wise, not been great. Been very... Oh, fucking awful. Just, just dreadful. And, um... I've been wanting to stream the dwarves, right? I've been talking about it for two weeks. And then my insomnia episode happened. I'm still working on fixing that. My anxiety just been through the roof, too, which is weird. Don't really know why, but it, it has been. And just everything's just kind of awful. But the last... This last week, every single day, I've woken up and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stream. My sleeping's finally a little bit on track, 
And so I'm not sleeping all day. I stay up until at least noonish. So I want to record or stream sometime in the morning, right? Oh, sorry, I'm all burpy. I ate some honey chicken. But every single day I try to, the anxiety just fucking peaks. Because I've also been a little sick. And so I'm thinking in my head, like, I want to stream because I want to play the dwarves more, and the stream was fun. But streaming's always kind of made me stressed, stressed out. Because it's like, I, I don't want to stream for like 20 minutes. And then stop. You know, I want to stream for a while. Like an hour, two, you know? But I didn't feel like I had it in me to do that. and But I wanted to. And so it just kind of... just I was in, like stuck in like a loop. And just kept getting more stressed and more anxious about it. And I've been feeling that way with content in general. Because it, it's such a weird conundrum. Where the hobby that you have that you like, that you also try to, you want to, like, try to monetize, because it's fun to do, and it'd be a good, like, way to make money. And not a good way to make money, but a, a fun way to make money. But you mostly do it because it's fun, but it also stresses you out and makes you miserable. Kind of a conundrum, you know? Because, like, I'll wake up, and I'm like, I want to record something today. And it's fun. But be stressed about it. It doesn't make any sense. So I think what I'm going to do, I hate having, I hate even saying this out loud. I think I'm going to take a, a little break from making content. I'm going to record this, um, put this out. I have two more episodes. I have two videos I recorded for YouTube, one for Metal Gear Solid and another one for, um, oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, it's going to be great. And then I have two more videos I wanted to do. I really wanted to. Um, I'm gonna record those two today, maybe. Or maybe at least one. And then I think I'm gonna take a good fucking, like, month off of content creating. I, I just need it, I think. I need to, I just need to refocus. I need to re, regroup, you know? Um, cause, like, I wanted to do those long plays. I had long play ideas. But that, they're such big projects that, they were kind of intimidating, and I definitely can't pull it off now. Oh, itchy. Eyebrow itchy. So I think, yeah, I'm gonna... Unless the babe wants to, like, record Silent Hill or something. And I know me and me and Lockathor were talking about recording. I don't want to let him down, so we'll, I'll... As long as I feel, like... Unless I'm, like, awful, awful. But as long as I feel okay, I'm, I'm gonna do that, because that'd be fun, too. But yeah, like overall, I'm going to scale it back for a little bit. I can pretty even space those four videos out. Like one a week. Like that's like a month. A month plus. Not a, I didn't really record things for the podcast to do that with, but that's fine. But yeah, that's it's a weird episode. I wanted to rain a little bit anyway. Mostly talk about Bioshock. I'm going to go and... Play more Skyrim, I guess. I I this is I've been Deej. This has been Happy Credit Inc. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know your thoughts on Bioshock. Don't tell me anything about Bioshock 2. I'll cry if you spoil it for me. Um and Bioshock Infinite. I you know, 
what was the general consensus when that game first came out? Because when I first saw it, I thought it was fucking amazing. But it seems like people don't like it nowadays. With the opinions change, was it like a prey situation, like the prey that came out in twenty sixteen or whatever, where it first came out, people hated it, but then people realized, oh, actually, this is a great game. But it was just it opposite for Bioshock Infinite, apparently. God, prey. Oh, I need to play that more. That had some good DLC. I hate DLC. I never buy it. But if I buy a game that includes DLC with it, then that's great. And that did. And I want to play Moon Crash. That was always... Let me see. Cyberpunk? No, no, no updates still. Cyber, the new Cyberpunk like expansion's coming out. I can't really get it um, right now, but the update is out for free. It's going to change a lot of shit, apparently. So I've been excited to like jump back into Cyberpunk and see what's up with that. I don't know. I'm going to go, though. I hope you enjoyed. And... Take what I say about taking a break with a grain of salt, because I feel bad now, and I've been feeling bad, but, you know, who's to say in a few days I don't feel fine, you know? I'm very, um, my mental health is very turbulent. Yes, it's a good, that's, that's the word I would describe it as. This is exhausting. Come back for more. I love you. I just love you. I'll see Go check out my YouTube. I got some the fun those four videos coming out that are all good. Well, the the two I recorded are the other two. I don't know yet. I haven't recorded them. They might be trash. The other two might be trash too. I don't know. I'm biased. I like my own stuff. Um, come back for more. I'll see you in the next. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I fast forward in real life. Okay, one more rant. I have one more rant in me, and then I'm done, and then I'm taking a break. I've decided, break of everything. So. <laughs> First off, fucking gnat in my tea. I mean, I just get through a hot shower. You know, I wasn't feeling good. Took a hot shower. I shaved my legs. I'm all nice and smooth. And I'm feeling good. And I come back. My God, I, you know what I need is a drink. Because I'm thirsty. I go to get a drink. Goddamn gnat. It's in my fucking glass again. And so that's strike one of the day. <laughs> and yesterday, okay, the cyberpunk. I was talking about that in this episode. Cyberpunk. Expansion's coming out. I can't get it. Not. I'm not super sad about it. Because, like, if I had the money, I wouldn't even get it. Because I'd get Baden Kados. But it's coming out. But the update's coming out. So I was like, okay. I'll at least get this new update that changes a lot of stuff about the game. And that'll be fun. I'll start a new game and maybe play it all the way through again this time. And so first I record my Metal Gear Solid video. I have three videos ready now. Metal Gear Solid... A Yu-Gi-Oh! and another Metal Gear Solid. And I had a fourth one I was going to do. I scrapped it. I'm not going to do it. I got I to gotta quit doing things. And just rest. But So I recorded that. I didn't feel good afterwards. I laid in bed the rest of the day and just chilled. And I checked periodically for the Cyberpunk update. And then I see on Twitter that it's like, it's live on all platforms. I'm like, great. I went to check. It wasn't on my PS4. I was like, what the fuck? And I checked the comments. Apparently, it's not coming out for PS4 or Xbox, whatever the Xbox is that is the same generation as my PS4. And what kind of nerve? Like, god damn it. Like, oh my god, I was so mad. Like, first off, didn't they fucking say after after the disastrous launch, 
and the lawsuits and the pulling of the, on the stores, that all the all the future DLC and updates and stuff would be free. But then they're like, they get around it all slimily by saying like, well, this isn't a DLC; it's a whole expansion, so it's forty fucking dollars or whatever. Like you sons of bitches. And then you're gonna sell sell me this game on my system, and then stop updating it, bitch. What? Oh my god, I'm so angry. And it's just like Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Wanted that so bad and turned out with PS5 only. But then come to find out it's actually not. I read the thing wrong. So that's kind of cool. I want to get that soon. One of these days. Not soon. But, but you know, I was oh, I was so mad. And just like twice now I've missed out on Cyberpunk launch. Because when it first came out, I wasn't involved in the the hype train for it. I didn't see any like the trailers. I wasn't like hyped for it. It wasn't until it came out that I watched a Let's Play of it. I was like, oh, this game looks fucking amazing. I need it. And then that's when we got the fucking Corona money. And I go to buy it and then take it off the store. So I missed the whole launch of that, the whole excitement. But when they finally added it back, I bought it. And I played it and it was great. And then now they do this to me again. <laughs> oh my god. But I did make that $6 for commissions, right? And I was talking about wanting Resident Evil 4. It's on sale for $8. Do a knife-only run. Um, well, since I'm taking a break from content, I gotta I gotta buckle down on it. I figured maybe not get that, you know? Because that's the whole point. I was going to do content on it. I'll just play Resident Evil 4 on my Switch, you know? But I saw Final Fantasy VIII was on sale for $10 on my Switch along with Chrono Cross. And I put a poll of, like, which one you would you get, you know? Final Fantasy VIII's winning so far, which I thought was surprising, because Chrono Trigger was so is insanely popular. I would assume Chrono Cross would be too, because it's like a sequel, I think. Not probably not like a direct sequel, like a Final Fantasy type sequel, you know. And I've all, I've never really heard too many good things about either one of the games, really. But then I was looking up Final Fantasy VIII, and the 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 combat. It, it looks like Final Fantasy VII type combat, where it's not really turn-based. It's got that stupid bar that fills up. I don't like that. I want actually turn-based. I like a game that, you know, like if it's my turn to go, I can just sit there and plot. Or get up and go do something and come back and it's still there, you know? So now I'm second-guessing on that, on getting that. Oh, my nose is itchy. I can't get either one right now. I need to make... Two more dollars. Um, I guess technically three. And I <laughs> maybe do another commission if I I doubt it. Commissions are rare nowadays. So I probably won't end up getting either one of them. I mean, plus I still, every time I go to buy something, buy a new game, I think about all the games that I haven't finished or the ones I bought and haven't even started yet. And then I talk myself out of it, so I probably won't get, in, get either one. But like when Baden Kados came out on... Like, the release day. I was really sad. Because I couldn't get it, obviously. And <laughs> to cheer myself up, I was like, maybe I'll I'll get a game, a new game, finally. And I was looking on the PS4 store. I got Rogue Trooper. It's this old Xbox game they, like, remastered. And I remember playing as a kid, and I liked it. And I've been wanting to get the remaster for a long time. It's on sale. It was on sale for $2.50. I was like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get it. I haven't played it. It's going to be a Valkyrie Chronicles situation. 
where I think I want this game for years and years, and I finally get it, and it just sits there. Like, had I not have gotten it too, could have got Final Fantasy VIII or Chrono Cross. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the way it goes. Resident Evil 2 remakes also on sale for $10. Oh my god. And then, as of right now, no more content. No more doing things. I need to take resting seriously. I need to try to get better seriously. I need to try to not just survive, but thrive. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go do my own thing now for a little bit. And, um, yeah. I'll see you in the next one. Da-da-da.